Welcome to CX and Chill, the real, raw customer experience podcast from Exo Studios, the creative arm of ExtendOps. Join today's host, Diana Castaneda, in a deep conversation with a remarkable mentor and influencer in her life, Admin Ramirez, country manager at PDA HR Tech. Together, they embark on an exploration of attaining a sensei personality, the power of understanding individuals, and the significant role artificial intelligence plays in deepening our comprehension of the human experience. CX and Chill starts now. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of our CX and Chill podcast. Um, this is quite emotional today for me. I have a very special guest. Uh, it's a person who I have deeply admiration and respect. He was, in fact, if you listen to my first podcast in this, um, my first episode as a guest in, in CX and Chill, I talked about him and every single person who knows me and who I have worked with will have heard from him. Uh, perhaps I wouldn't say, oh, his name and what he does, but I say there was someone special who, who left the mark for me. And uh, this person is uh, today's country's country manager from PDA HR Tech in Mexico. He has a wonderful career in self-development. He's a thought leadership. He's inspirational, has a big network uh, on influencing and teaching how to use your own tools of self-development into what you do and how you're impacting the world. And he's a fan of tech. So I'm very pleased to introduce Admin Ramirez. Wow, thank you very much for inviting <laughs> me. It's, it's really an honor. And I mean, I would like to believe the same things you said about me, about myself. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's an honor to be here. It's amazing. He was my first supervisor when I was in the BPO industry. So when I, I started um, working in, in the call center, right? I, I, I got into this guy and he was the one who said, you can do better. You can do these things. Uh, we can work as a team. I remember there is one thing that really caught my attention and I keep on remembering from these days. And it's that when I needed to go to the bathroom, <laughs> you didn't have to, I didn't have to wait just for my breaks, but you know, being a woman, I need, I have more needs, more things. And <laughs> even when I was feeling not okay, Anyone in our team will go to him and we will know that we'll be in a safe environment, that we could trust him, that, you know, he would care for us, that he will push us to the limit. But if I needed to go and have a pause, he would say, go on Ox Tree. I think it was <laughs> yeah. Ox Tree or Ox something. Tree like, or just something. pause and go, you know, like, that's okay, we cover you. Uh, and I started to, you know, like to foster that sentiment of team, of good leadership um you're very famous in that side because everybody wanted to be in your team so whoever was with you it was like oh we're lucky and then when you started to you know empower us and, and i remember you said diana wait until you have the right things and right knowledge you will have your chance to start as a mentor mm -hmm. you know like all of these things are things that really got into me and 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 i have this in my head like wow this this is for real like that's what a mentor was to me. So um, I want you to share with us, how is it that you started? Like you have a very, very diverse experience. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about you. Well, a little bit more about me. Okay. Um, actually, I started in the BPO industry just by, by just luck. Let's mm -hmm. call it like that. Um, just, I just wanted to have a, a space where maybe... I could make more money than the than the one I had on my on my experience or my studies. So I started as a software engineer in my in my early career. Then I had 
the chance to enter into the BPO industry. And it was really hard. It, I mean, you know, it's a hard industry, uh, very numerical and all that. But somehow I found a way to to say, look, this is something, uh, this is an industry that allows me or allows people to grow. So I got in love with the industry for three or four years. And after that, I I needed to take a pause. I needed to do this, the, like to take the, a different step. And I went to, Arger, to Argentina and then I met the, the human resources industry, but more based in technology and all that. And that was like another, like another, uh, another way for me to fall in love. Like I started to have the chance to work in on developing people, but not only for my teams, but now for other companies. And it was, it was awesome because we, we were doing it through technology and I'm, I'm actually a very techie person. So it was really nice to, to see that there were some tools that allows you to know you better and to know the people better. And as you were saying before, I actually, I do care about people. And now having more tools to get to know them before you know them. Yeah, it's it's a spooky, it's a spooky. <laughs> we'll get there, but wow, it's just, uh, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. So I fall in love with that, with that industry. Now I've been in that industry for the past 10 years almost. And, and now, I, I mean, always looking to find new ways to, to impact, to, for leaders to amplify their impact in the, in organizations. So that's a little bit of, of myself. Nice. And, uh, so I'm sharing that path deep down there. <laughs> there might be someone who actually was like you, a catalyzer, like something to, you know, like get you on going and start discovering yourself because I, I mean, I, I've been trying to learn about myself. I've been trying to, you know, like get the best out of me for what I do, for, you know, like for customers, for clients, for my family, for friends, for whoever, for the team, for whatever mm -hmm. it is. But that it didn't start on my own, right? Like I, mm -hmm. I, I got, I got something pushing me. I got tough experiences that got me there. But I was always curious, like, how did he make it? Like, he's like, you know, that sensei that you go to and then you're like, how did you make it? Like, yeah. like you seem very quiet, calm, relaxed. I'm like, yeah, that's the next level. But what happened to get there? Was it someone there? Maybe at school, maybe when you were a kid, someone there? Yeah, actually, when I was in high school, maybe 14, 15 years old, I was a very good student. Okay, I was a very good student, good grades, but somehow I was also known by my indiscipline. Okay? No. I, <laughs> yeah, I had, I, I don't know, I had the, the it was easy for me to incite others to skip class or maybe just to not do what they were supposed to do. Influencer. And someday there was this, this teacher, I don't remember his name, but he, he used to call us monies. So we used to call them monies. So that was like, that's all I remember about how we used to call them. And he said to me like, admin, come here, sit here. And he looks right in the, in the eye and says, admin, you're a very good student, but you are a negative, a negative leader. Yeesh. I don't remember anything else what he said. That's the only thing I needed to hear. And it, it was actually like, I mean, it, it caused a big effect in me. It, it started, I remember that night I went, I went home, like I couldn't almost, almost sleep. Like 
for real, am I a negative leader? Oh, that was the thing that was in my in my mind. It was like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, negative, 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 yeah. negative. And then there was another question that kicked in. It was, do you want to be that kind of leader? Do you want, do you know the impact you might have in other people? And do you want that impact to be negative? So that was experience that with that right direct feedback that he gave me, it started my like my own questioning about myself and I I how I wanted to project everything in my life. And after that, that's everything I do in my life is thinking about the impact. How is how will this impact others? How this will be impacting my family, my friends, or just the society? So yeah. that was what happened. And then 20 just, years ago, actually, yeah. now, by now, 21 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just, yeah, I was super curious about that because it's always something that perhaps you don't realize, but then mm -hmm. when you start reflecting, you're like, ah, that's what, that's what made me <laughs> to be like this today, And it right? was like this, actually. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, didn't, I didn't quite know that until just, or un until somebody just asked me, what happened? And it was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't never have the chance, on, or I did have the chance, but I never went back in time to really realize what was that kicker that just provoked those changes in me. Let's call it like that. Yeah, that that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so in your, so how do you get connected with that leadership path, right? With the technology now that you're in the HR world, and now the spooky topic that I was mentioning about like it's like um one of uh one of the things that you you know like you want to know more it's like oh easy things like how quick these days is like how quick I can get to understand things mm -hmm. and then you you discover like a, a world of or a way to know like people just in five minutes I think it's like that's how quick you can get mm -hmm. uh, uh technology to help you understand like what is the personality of this mm -hmm. person what is it that organizations can utilize to build the team in x mm -hmm. y or z uh way right so talk to us a little bit more about that explain to us like what what is it how do you eat that <laughs> <laughs> okay um I really believe that technology has very good I mean bad stuff sometimes and very good stuff and it depends on how we use it okay so there are some kind of technology like psychometrics or different personality assessments that just through simple questions three four questions allows you to have a screenshot of the person okay yeah. but it is not that that's the final word or the final the final theme for that person it's just additional information so we really need to be really careful on how we use that information because if we don't maybe we could say okay you know this is a person of high risk so i don't want it in my team why don't you want it in your team okay give me a reason no it's because it is high risk and it's going to be confrontational no but that's not the only reason to just uh, say that sometimes somebody will not be a good fit for you right okay so it is, it is more about how we use technology and how we use it to have more information, more data, let's call it like that, so that you can use that information to align people to the strategy of the organization or just to align people to their purpose also. Because now it's just not technology to get to know the person, but you really need to have to take the time to know the person, to maybe interview them, and through this uh, technology, maybe have a little bit more of information 
of maybe how is it that this person makes decisions? This person me, uh, needs more information or less information? Right. Well, how is it that this person communicate to others? Is it like this, this person is more um, extroverted person or maybe it's more oriented to analysis and maybe would like to be a little bit more alone, mm -hmm. you know? So the way how it works is that technology to do I mean, to do this, there are a lot of technology, a lot of assessments or tools, but at the end is how you, you, how you humanize that, how yeah. you use it, how you use it ethically, just not to put a, just a, a name of the person, but just how you use it to understand better the person. Right. That's, yeah. that's how I see it. So, so you just touch a good point and it's, what do you think about ChatGPT? Everything that it's coming, like everybody's concerned about AI mm -hmm. and all and all of these things. You use it mm -hmm. to analyze people. You are actually in that field. Mm -hmm. um, so, how do you think that can integrate? In how do you see it in in Latin and in the world? I mean, it's already it's already here. There's nothing we can do to stop it. And the way I see it, it's a tool, and you you better learn how to use it. Okay, it's not going to do the job. It's, it's not going to do all the job. It's going to facilitate the job at some point, but we will need to learn how to use it. I, as a matter of fact, I use it every single day just to maybe create a different kind of message to send to my clients. Uh, I just give them just a few prompts. It gives me maybe a one, two, three, maybe a few messages, but it's my job for those to for those different sentences to make sense. Yeah. So it's just a tool and we better start using it and we better start getting comfortable with how is it that technology is always like, uh, like getting more and more space in personal life, in our professional lives. So at the end, the best thing I could say, and it's my own, like the own advice I give to myself, you better learn how to use. Now it's ChatGPT, but there are going to be more more tools that right. that simplify our work. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And with that, you can you know like get better quality of life, like more time for you to really think and mm -hmm. connect to your emotions. Because people think like, oh, emotions are bad. Oh, you don't need to nah. do that. What do you think about that? <laughs> no, actually, that's that's really sad that people still think that about emotions. But you know the the future of work actually is about human skills, soft skills, you know, how you communicate to others, how you, how you build resilience, how you maybe, how you have a different approach on learning, how you, how you learn how, how, how to learn, you know? Yeah. So actually that's the future. I mean, technology is already here and the only thing that machines don't do better than humans is emotions. So that's our field, <laughs> you know, so that's, so we better in this process of upskilling our own sets of skills, yeah. we better start working on, on those human skills or, or soft skills. I, I like to call them human skills because they're human. That's just how we build uh, deeper connections with other people. But are we human? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in, in, in that specific aspect of the future is here mm -hmm. i recall like a very important topic these days like when you, when i go in reels and i want to have a laugh you know like in instagram or social media i follow i tend to follow people who talk about generations 
Mm-hmm. So the baby boomers, <laughs> mm-hmm. the X, the, uh, the millennials, the, uh, the Z, Z uh-huh. right? So how, how do you think or how do you see this uh, technology, you know, like where you are in the uh, HR development world integrating in order to bring these generations together? Mm-hmm. Although, well, they're very different. So how do you see that happening? Mm, how do I see it happening? Look. It is, at the end, it doesn't matter the, the generation, it doesn't matter the role, it doesn't matter the country, the social status. At the end, we are all behaviors, okay? Uh, from any role to X role, we are just behaviors. And if we had the chance to understand the behavioral pattern or the behavioral trends of people, we can take uh, the generation or the age away, okay? Because that's... Uh, sadly, that's something that happens. Like you see somebody about uh, 50 years old, now it's really hard for them to get a job, unless in the BPO, and yeah. uh, the BPO industry. But if we have the chance to just remove that from people, from, from others to, re- to just to realize or just to, to, to know that somebody is uh, X or Y generation, so... That will, that will help us build a little bit more of empathy. But that's one thing, okay? Because at the end, that's when you get to know the person without seeing the person, like the technology I was telling you about. Now, whenever you start working with different generations, we do have different styles also. Yeah. And for that, uh, I, would say, I would say like the best thing is like creating this space where we can build mutual learning. We we need to value the the age of people or their not the age, but maybe their experience. The, their right? experience, yeah, right. their, their experience and everything they have learned so that you can use it as in your advantage. And of course, also if you're over 50 or over 40 and maybe you're not that techie, you can also take advantage of younger generations because they have it like like on the mindset already. Yeah. So we need to create those spaces where we can mutual, where we can create that mutual learning. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And I think it's super important that we can connect, right? Like mm-hmm. everything is like either you, I mean, we can choose or we go separate or we try to help each other. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're mixing among each other, but at least, you know, like help others when you see that affinity and then you're compatible to do so. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, and I, I, I reflect on what you said uh, about like, seeing the experience not the age but the experience, experience and what they have learned what they have gone through it's like when you you know it's like when you in, in latin we say like abuelitas they know everything for mm-hmm. a reason <laughs> your mom sure. they know mamas mm-hmm. they know i mean they 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 maybe don't even know deeper things but they're like mm, i'm telling you <laughs> there is a reason um so it's just ex- their experience and it happens the same right because some some people might be like oh the boomers oh the millennials now like gen z it's, oh no they don't want to work now it's all about vibes mm-hmm. no it's just a unique thing that we can all learn from each other and with that question i want to know like how do you see that leadership development and self-development in the tech industry evolving to embrace all of that that is coming well um i would say that the best, the best thing for, for all tech companies to, to start doing will be getting to know their people, okay? First of all, because if we don't, if we don't 
if we don't embrace that human side, so we're not going to go any any further. Okay? I think now people know why I say a lot, people, people. This, this is the reason why. <laughs> um, so I would say I would say that, um, and also creating the space for open and honest conversations. Okay, at the end, that's that's the only thing that will allow us to to deeply connect to another human is that we create that space where we can connect besides everything. You know, now you were saying about the the experience of 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 people, um, and maybe when we when we get older, but we can take it a little bit more. Uh, further and thinking about also wisdom okay because it is not the experiences they have but also the wisdom they have that they have and look at this i had this conversation just two or three years ago three days ago and we were discussing about how maybe we don't see any good future for humanity right now she's scary yeah it's scary i see it's scary like i'm scared of all what (laughs) humanity will do but like at some point we don't see like uh, we're not that optimist, okay? Yeah. But we were with this director and she's almost seventy, and she said like, you know, I wouldn't say that because in my seventy years I've been I've seen how we were we used to uh, drive our cars without the seatbelt. We used to we used to uh, see how. Uh, cigarettes were more uncommon than now. We used to see how it was more difficult for women in, in the past. So she has been seeing the, the changes on, on the world, on different maybe uh, public you know, something, you know. But at the end, what it makes me think is that, yeah, I cannot be, I need to remain optimist because I see that this wisdom uh, yeah, this I, I see this wisdom of, of this person like makes me think, you know, there is going to be better. Okay. It's going to be better. Maybe it's not the better that you want, but it's going to be better. Yeah, evolves. Uh-huh. It, we, we're going to evolve all, all. And at the end, what I want to say is this is something that we need to take into consideration in companies. All that wisdom, all that experience, and we need to facilitate this, those spaces where we can provide these open conversations where people get to know. And as leaders, you need to get to know your people. What question, like think about one or two questions, very spontaneous, <laughs> uh, that you would recommend uh, leaders in tech or in major industries that are very dynamic mm-hmm. to do to their teams to get to know them. And, you know, like perhaps think of, introvert extrovert leaders like a, a mix of everything what would be those two or one question that will help them mm, maybe if, if you don't know the person yet i would say like what will be what do you do besides work okay tell me about your family tell me about uh your interests tell me about uh every anything you would like to share with me but first in order for you to get that answer you need to share that first mm-hmm. so it is not something like okay i come here and just ask the questions yeah, just no give me. <laughs> no you need to open yourself first so that you can you can create that space of confidence okay so nobody will give you anything if you don't if you don't give them something first okay so that's a very basic question and now also something that is coming to my mind and is very important is how you align the purpose of the person in 
what are what they are doing at the moment. So you could ask them like, what are your passions? What are your what is what is that, that what is your purpose in here? Not not in here in the job, but in here in life. What is it that you see doing for your life? And you're as a leader, you will need to create that psychological uh, security for that person for to help this person align whatever they told them, they told you to what they are doing here in the job. And that will be the magic you, that the leader will need to make. Right. And like, how is it that these ideas and this information that I received, how I can use it to align this, align, align it to what the person is doing so that they can feel that they're not just doing any meaningless job. Because that's what happened at some point. Like you, you think of your job as, I'm just here to, to pay the bills. And that's really sad. And it's the it's the job of the leader to find that to find that uh, information to help you uh, align that purpose of the yeah. person in the job. And it's very common now. Like like you, not just I mean I, of course in the VP is more common. Like oh there mm -hmm. is and especially in let them like mm -hmm. there is no other way to make money. There is this is my half or part time thing. Mm -hmm. um, but then you see it in every in every single field, like people who are frustrated because yeah. they studied something that they had to because their mom, mom or dad mm -hmm. said so or because I wanted to be an artist, but it was not going to pay enough or mm -hmm. whatever. And I just need to make it through today. I need to pay bills. Mm -hmm. And then as leader, you said, like, that's your job to help them, not yeah. like just to, you know, like tell them to do these ABC, but. No, but you need to help them find a way to find meaning in their jobs. Maybe they're just, they're really just there to pay their bills. But what about if you go a little bit further and ask them, okay, and what is it that you need to to maybe start developing another set of skills that can take you out of this industry? So, and if you make that clear, make it be the person will say like, you know, yes, I'm paying the bills here, but this is my first step. And now, maybe after two, three years or something, I will be doing a different step in a different industry, or maybe in this same industry, in this maybe in this same side, maybe you stop taking calls and you become a supervisor. Or maybe you fall in love with it. <laughs> oh, this yeah. This is what tends to happen, but yeah. <laughs> I'm biased, but yeah. Yeah, but, but that's the really work, the job of the leader. And how is it that we do it how we align the purpose of people to what they do hmm? amazing amazing well i have a very important question for us to wow. close i want okay. you to take a moment breathe and tell me how do you stay wild because here in xr we love to stay wild but that could be a different <laughs> meaning to everyone so tell yeah. us about you, your idea of how to be wild i, I stay think wild. i think that i always I'm always wild, okay? Maybe not how I look or how I see it, <laughs> but maybe even the things I do, okay? The most important thing, and it will, it's keep learning in myself. I really like to divert knowledge. I eat knowledge at some, at whatever, at, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I'm, if I'm not learning something, it is like there's something missing. And that makes me curious. And since I'm curious and I'm trying to experiment something, and I believe that's the thing, that's the thing that makes me wild. I mean, I'm just starting a project just a, a year ago, and I started it without nothing, without without the without the knowledge 
to how to create an app, to how to how is it that you you market something, you know? And and through the knowledge that I that I acquired, just I just took this, I just made the decision like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this happen. This is going to be my master's degree. I'm not gonna pay any <laughs> university. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn it in the in the way. So in my case, it will be keeping learning. The, that continuous learning. That's what Risk makes me well. Yeah. yeah. Upskilling and reskilling. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it was, again, an honor for me to have you here. Really, really, this is, he's not paying me to say this, <laughs> but uh, he is really the one and only, the one who inspired me and who shaped many other things that I have done and I have learned and how I have contributed to the world because you were the one who helped me see in my job not just to pay the bills but to make a difference in the world so thank wow. you and thank, thank you. you for being with us in XR no thank you for inviting me it was I mean it was a great a great space to to share a little bit of my my inner self so thank you very much for inviting me awesome and thank you everyone for watching again please hit like comment share or just talk if anything of what we said was sounding familiar because I know there will be to the people who used to work with I'm sure you're watching this <laughs> we were a fantastic team but uh, thank you so much please stay tuned we'll catch up in the next episode huge shout out to Brittany Kelly and Carly Carolla at FW Rentals in lovely Las Vegas Nevada for their support and custom logo work FW Rental provides rental and custom build out solutions for all of your event and production needs we love you Brittany and Carly Learn more at fwrental.com. That's fwrental.com. And that's our show. CX and Chill is a production of Exo Studios, the creative marketing arm of ExtendOps. With today's host, Diana Casaneda, executive producer, Sean McCreary, producers, David Spear, Clarissa Coronado, and Memo Davalos, editors and videographers, Santiago Aguirre, Alfonso Ramirez. Graphic support from Jordan Madrid, and social media guru, Claudia Corona.